Yeah, Sweet Dreams, the Eurythmics. Uh, they, uh, they didn't, Annie Lennox didn't have anything on these guys, huh? Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Whew. You know, everybody's looking for something, which raises a question, what are you looking for? And I'm just curious, don't, don't raise your hand, but anybody disappointed with where you are in life right now? I mean, do you ever lie awake at night and think, you know, I thought I'd be a little further along by this point in my life. I thought I'd be doing something more significant. You know, you have goals that, that you'd like to accomplish, uh, things that you would like to do. I mean, it might be a relational or a vocational or financial goal, but you just feel like you're coming up short. And here, here's a strange thing that I've figured out, that sometimes when you get what you want, it's not what you thought it would be. In fact, it leaves you uh, a bit empty, uh, wondering, is this all there is? There, there's got to be more. And just spoiler alert, there is more. There is more. More to be had. We're in this series, uh, Dream On, and we've been talking about the decisions that you make are, are vital, they're important, they're, they will determine your future. And the issue for many of us is we're not great at making decisions. You know, one of, one of the things that you can do to improve your decision making, we focused on this last week, but that is decide ahead of time what your decision is. Instead of uh, deciding in the moment, you know, what am I going to do now? Instead of waiting for a situation to arise and trying to figure out, okay, what's the right thing to do, that you determine ahead of time. You know, this is what I'm going to do. And as God gives me wisdom, I'm deciding that I'm going to do that ahead of time. And today what I want to talk about is the role of devotion, how devotion plays out in your life. And uh, I believe that when we are devoted, that it leads to sweet dreams, sweeter dreams than you can have in any other arena. You know, God has placed that dream in your heart. He's put it in your mind. And everyone, whether you're a believer or not, those are God-given. Those, those thoughts, those images, those visions that you get are gifts from God. And the question mark really is whether or not you're going to pursue the dream that God's given to you. You know, when it comes to, to dreams, I believe there are no limitations, that the impossible is possible with God. And when you commit your dream to God, again, we talked about this last week, God will help you establish a plan and God will help you pursue it. But your dreams start where you are right now. You know, if you do not learn to work hard where you are doing whatever it is you do, if you don't learn to press yourself in that moment, you won't get the chance at the bigger things. 
And if you do, you won't be prepared to deal with the bigger things. So the dream starts now where you are now. Scripture we're kind of basing the whole series on is, you know, Apostle Paul writes, he says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that's at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's a prayer. It's a wonderful prayer. Today, here's kind of the concept I want you to get. You cannot be devoted to everything, but you can be devoted to some things. And as a follower of Jesus Christ, it is essential that you are fully devoted to Jesus Christ and to God. That's the beginning point. So that's going to be kind of where I'm leaning with, with things. You know, Jesus said this in Matthew 6, He says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. In other, in other words, seek God's kingdom in your life. Seek God's ways, his righteousness, the way he would have you live. You seek that first, and then the other things come into place. You know, when you seek God first, I believe you find great fulfillment in life. When you seek God first, the, the fact is God will lift up those other things. You know, but the fact is you've got to make a decision that you're going to do that. And you've got to make a decision ahead of time. And you've got to make that decision so that when you get up in the morning and tomorrow morning and the next morning and every morning after that, you already know, you go, every day, I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God. I'm going to seek first what matters most. It's not up for debate. Now, the question is, what's it mean to be devoted to God, to Jesus Christ? And I'm going to give you a little context on, on the verse here. But this is after Jesus had died on the cross for the sins of the world. He had walked out of the grave he had ascended into heaven, and God sends his Holy Spirit to dwell in believers. And it says, says this, the book of Acts, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to breaking bread and prayer. They devoted themselves. All those things are things that brought them closer to God. They, they were seeking God first, God's kingdom, God's righteousness through, through those different, different acts. And it's interesting, that word uh, devote, you know, it, it means uh, ongoing. In other words, it's not a once and done. It's continual devotion. Do you understand the difference? One, we devote ourselves in the moment, but this is ongoing, you know, we're always pursuing Jesus. We're always devoted. We're always seeking the things that matter the most in, in life. The, the fact is, it's not casual, all right? That's what I want you to get. 
It's not a casual faith. Yeah, I, I kind of got faith, and, you know, I, uh, I'm not going to talk about Jesus to anybody. And honestly, I'm not sure people could tell that, I, that I'm a Christian or not. But I do go to church once in a while. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not devoted. You know, too, too many people, well, they're devoted to themselves. They're, they're devoted and passionately pursue the, the, the things that are kind of self-centered, that make life easy, that, that make us comfortable. But we're devoted to the wrong things, the wrong pursuits, and it affects the good pursuits. So I want to unpack this, this idea of, of devotion. And, you know, there's a line up here, and unfortunately some of you can't see both ends of the, of the line, but it's 168 inches long, all right? That's what they tell me anyway. And you go, well, why is that 168 inches? It represents how many hours you've got in a week, all right? My question is, how do you spend the time? How do you spend the time? Now, I, I think most of us, and we'll see if we're on the same page, if you're devoted to something, you spend time with it, right? Yes? Is that right? You know, they, we do things that we're devoted to. So, right out of the gate, we can just take off a third of this because we sleep, right? Anybody devoted to sleeping? <laughs> I hope so, unless you got sleep apnea and struggle. The fact is that most of us will spend about a third of this week sleeping. Now, another third we're going to spend working, going to school. And so what I want you to understand is two-thirds of your week's gone, right? You got about mm, 56 hours, give or take, that are flexible hours, we'll call them. Again, just curious, how many of you are on social media? Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter? Come on, let me see hands. All right, all right. This is just an average. And, and the, the fact is, people spend about 18 hours a week. And if you're not sure, you go, well, I don't think I spend that much time. You might want to check your phone, check your, check your logs, and, and see. And if you're sitting there going, well, I only spend a couple hours a week, well, that means the person sitting next to you spends a lot more time than that. The, the fact is, that's just an average, so we're going to, a little bit more of our week's gone. Now... Maybe you got 38 hours in your week for other stuff. You go, well, what's other stuff? Well, how about uh, kids' activities, shopping, chores, errands, appointments, you know, paying the bills, cooking. Some of you go, well, I don't cook. Okay, ordering dinner and eating dinner, you know, working out, personal care. Uh, the fact is, we watch, anybody watch TV? YouTube? <laughs> so... Catch the latest, latest stuff that's coming out, binge some series, socializing with friends, doing all this stuff, and so now you can't see it, but there's about that much left. Here's the question, because we're talking about dreams. 
where's your dream? Well, we got a little, little bit left there. Where's God? Uh-oh, forgot I was a Christian. Uh-oh, I'll give God an hour, you know. And uh, some don't even do that. As you look at that line, where's your devotion? I mean, would you say, in light of things, I'm devoted to God? Would you say you seek first the things that matter most? Would you say you're devoted to your dream? Friends, if you only spend an hour or two doing whatever activity in the run of a week, would you say you're devoted to it? See, I think we all would agree. We'd go, mm, I don't think that's devotion. You know, and you're probably not going to make much progress in whatever area it is that you go, oh, I'll give it an hour a week. You know, you spend an hour a week uh, working out. My guess is you're not going to be in uh, what I would call peak physical health. Spend an hour a week with your spouse, probably not going to have a great relationship. Might not have a relationship at all, by the way. I mean, if you only spend an hour a week studying, you're probably not going to excel at school, may not graduate. And if you only spend an hour a week trying to move your dream forward, well, good luck with that. And if you only spend an hour a week with God and pursuing God, you know, when it's easy, when it's convenient, the, the reality is you kind of do it when nothing else is going on. People wonder, why do I struggle so much? Why do I fall back into the same old sins, the same old patterns? You know, well, it's no wonder don't share your faith. No wonder you're frustrated, anxious, afraid, spend a lot of time worrying. Because you end up with this lukewarm faith. And I can almost guarantee you, under it all, you're going, there must be more. Friends, if God only gets leftovers... Are you really devoted? Same thing applies to your dreams. If your dream only gets what's left over, good luck with that. It's really just a, a pipe dream, isn't it? You're not going to make progress. You're not going to keep dreaming. You're not going to keep pursuing. And in fact, at some point, you just stop. You forget you can dream. My point is devotion is vital to moving forward in any arena in life, period. You can't be devoted to everything. You got to get that. But you can be devoted to a few things.
and Christ followers, your devotion to God is at the top of that. It is the most important thing you do, hands down, and it will affect every single area of your life. I guarantee you that. If you don't get that right, no matter what you obtain, you go, man, I'm living my dream, it will fall short, and you will have a sense of, is this it? And friends, if you're not careful, when it comes to God, if you're pursuing stuff, just to pursue stuff, it will use you, it will abuse you, it will leave you wanting, and you'll go, there has to be more. And I know some of you are going, okay, so you're talking about devotion to God, but we're also talking about our dreams and being devoted. What do those have in common? Friends, if you're devoted to God, if you seek God first, the other things your dream will fall in place and begin to, to move you forward and you'll find satisfaction in it. Without God, well, good luck with that. You know, and, and since we're talking about dreams, I think we, we've got to understand that everything flows from God. Everything, everything flows from God. And God has the ability, as we're pursuing our dream, to make it sweeter. That's why there are lots of people that have obtained, they're living their dream, but they're miserable. So, so let's just assume that we want a life that's devoted to God. That, that we decide we want to seek first the thing that matters most. Well, well how's that happen? Well, I can tell you it doesn't happen where you wake up one morning and you go, man, I can't believe it, but I'm like spiritually strong now. I woke up one day and all of a sudden I was just really close to God. And it was amazing. I had all these scriptures in my head. I've never picked the Bible up, but, but they're there and they tell me that it's, it's godly. I have all this wisdom that God's given me. It doesn't happen that way. Same thing with your dream. You don't wake up one morning and you go, I can't believe it. This is the most amazing thing. I was just going along, doing my own thing, and my dream just fell in my lap. It came true. It does not work that way. Things don't just happen. You want to live a devoted life? It will not happen by accident. You know why? everything else will take over. Everything else will take over. Devotion requires you to make an ongoing decision when you wake up every morning. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, you go, I'm going to pursue God. I'm going to pursue my dream. I'm going to pursue whatever. You fill in the blank here. So how do you decide ahead of time? How do, how do you decide? Let's start with our relationship with God. How do you decide that you're going to be devoted to Jesus Christ? Well, what's that look like? 
You know, Jesus, he shares an illustration. Uh, it's found in the book of John, uh, verse, verse 5. S- Jesus says, I'm the vine, and you are the what? The branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Hmm. There's a key here. Jesus is the vine. You are the what? The branches. If you're connected to Jesus, Scripture says you're going to produce fruit in your life. And we know from Apostle Paul, uh, Galatians 5, it's spiritual fruit. You go, well, what's that? Well, things like love, peace. Anybody need some peace in their life? Joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When, when as a branch, you're connected to Jesus Christ, the vine, you find a sense of purpose. You're pursuing what matters most, what lasts, and you find fulfillment and satisfaction. And there's a word that's used over and over just in a few verses here. And it, to me, it indicates, okay, pay attention to this. This is really, 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 really important. And so if you back up a verse, Jesus says, remain in me. And I saw also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. You get the, you see the word? Remain in. Over, over, and over. It's meno in, in the Greek. It means to abide in, to dwell, to live in. It, it, it's not just about an hour a week, you know. Oh, I, I, I need to have my devotions. You know, I need to pray before my meal. I, I need to be in worship each week. Friends, it's bigger than that. It's more encompassing than that. See, fully devoted, it means that you're always pursuing what matters most. You're always pursuing God first. You realize that you're a branch. Jesus is the vine. And so you're always trying to figure out how to stay connected. And friends, if you don't stay connected, what happens is the vine, well, you die. You die inside. You die spiritually. You start living life like you're walking and dead at the same time. Friends, Jesus Christ is the source of life. Somebody needs to hear that. You're dead inside. He's the source of life. And so that's why it's so important you decide ahead of time you're going to pursue the one thing that matters most above all else is that connection to God. See, what happens in return, and it's something some of you are looking for, the vine gives you the nutrients that you need to navigate life. See, Jesus Christ gives you the strength so that you bend with life, but you don't break. 
You know, the vine provides you the ability to find purpose and satisfaction and fulfillment in life. And I'm not suggesting this is simple. All right? Do not hear that, that, oh, this is something simple to do. But your assignment, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, is to be a branch that pursues, that seeks, that is intentional every single moment of every single day of trying to figure out how you stay connected to Jesus Christ. You know, how do you, how do you live it out? Well, you decide ahead of time. There are several things you need to do. And I believe that, that you, you kind of uh, rise to the challenge and you face your week, and you know that when you do this, it's going to start changing things. But you've got to decide ahead of time, a time, a time that you're going to connect intentionally, that you're going to seek God first. You've got to decide a time you're going to pursue your dream. See, these things are kind of going hand in hand. It's not something you go, well, you know, I, I kind of hope that I get some time to, to do it. This isn't some abstract idea. You schedule a time. You know, for instance, if I want to spend more time with my wife, Cindy, I am not going to wait and see if after... I'm kind of do everything that needs to be done, and I'm going along to see if I have any time for her. Because I won't. I have to set a time. Because it's a priority. Friends, it's the same thing with God. You go, well, you know, I'm going to wait and see if I have a little bit of time for God today. Well, good luck with that. Time will tick away, and at the end of the day, you'll realize that you did not spend any time with God. And friends, if you're not careful, you will go long periods of time not connecting. You have to decide ahead of time. Decide on a time you're going to seek God. Seek God in His Word you know, in prayer, just have a conversation, but you intentionally pursue that. Does that make sense? You gotta, gotta pursue and, and, and do it. The, the same thing's true with your dream. Some of you have a dream and you do nothing. You have to schedule a time to pursue your dream, to work on it, to, to begin to, you know, build skills. And if you do not make that a priority where you're doing that on a daily basis, it'll die. If you don't set a specific time, everything else will absorb the time and your dream will die. You also have to decide a place, a location. You know, it doesn't have to be the same place all the time. Although I will tell you, if you don't have a, a regular place that you, you know, go to quite often, 
you probably won't do it. You need a place where you normally spend time with God, where you read your Bible, where you listen to it, you know, a place where you, you pray and, and you just talk to God. You need a place. You, you have to have that. Because if you don't have that place, you know, if you're not talking to God on a regular basis, well, it just all dries up. And can I suggest, you can do it in the morning when you're having breakfast or coffee. You know, maybe uh, if you commute, you use your commute to listen to Scripture or just talk to God. But you have to be doing things that connect with God. You know, it'll help improve things. And as you spend time, just FYI, as you spend more time with God, the moment-by-moment conversations, they come easier. And what I'm talking about is where you have to make a decision, and in your mind, just immediately, you're like, hey, God, what do you think about this before I, before I make it? Or maybe it's one of those, they're getting on my nerves, seriously getting on my nerves. God, I, I need a little patience right now, you know. Oh, God, please give me some wisdom so I know what to say in this moment. And what happens is, as you've been having conversations with God, those type of conversations, I call them in the moment, they become second nature because you've already been spending the time, so now you can do it a little more on the, on the fly in the life, you know, everyday life, everyday problems. Same thing's true with your dream. You need a place. Do you have a place? A place where you pursue, where you're sharpening your skills, where you put in the sweat, you know, the work. If you do not have a space, I can almost guarantee you it will not happen. Decide ahead of time a time and a place and don't wait and see, you know, let's see if I got some time left over at the end of the week. You won't. I'll just answer that for you. You will not have time for it. Don't give God leftovers. Seek God first. God's the most important thing that you'll pursue. Then, don't give your dreams leftovers. You'll destroy your dream if you do that. You give time to things you're devoted to. You know, when you put God first, the other things will start falling in place. They'll actually come easier. You'll find that God will give you joy when you need it. He'll give you strength when you need it. He'll give you the patience and the wisdom, and ultimately, he'll help you with that purpose along the way. You need his help with your dream. You know, over, over time, if, if you just give God leftovers, well, it messes you up. But when you stop giving God leftovers, you make him first, not only is God part of your life, God is your life. 
He's your all in all, and you realize you can't do anything without him. And he gives you the power to see things through. You know, you, you realize that God's with you in the moment. You know, he's giving you the right words to say. He, he's giving you in, in that, that, call it the heat of the moment, he's helping you navigate that. He gives you the wisdom to, to make the right decisions. He gives you guidance along the way, cautions you, you know, encourages you, empowers you. Why? Because you decided way ahead of time, I'm going to pursue God first at a particular time and a particular place. Friends, same thing is true when it comes to your dream. As you spend time daily in a specific spot, as you're working, as you're sacrificing, as you're pursuing that dream, whatever it is, what you find if you devote yourself to it, you gain ground, you gain perspective, you gain skills. Sometimes stuff you don't even know you need, but you're going to need it down the road. And opportunities will present themselves to you, and the dream over time becomes sweeter, becomes more of a reality. It evolves, and you can keep dreaming on in your life. This principle applies to every single area of life. The important things... require devotion. So I'm going to ask you one more time, as you look at 168 inches of line here, what really matters? What are you going to pursue? You know, what, what matters the most? Who matters the most? You can't be devoted to everything. This is a problem in our society. You can't. You may think you can, but you can't. If you're devoted to everything, you're devoted to nothing. You can't be devoted to everything, but you can be devoted to a few things in your life. What are you going to be devoted to? As a follower of Jesus Christ, you have to seek God first. God first, God's kingdom, God's ways. You decide ahead of time, I'm putting the one that matters most to the very top. If something's important, if it really matters, you make a plan. You make a plan. It requires devotion, and you decide ahead of time, at this time, in this place, I'm going to do this. I don't know what this is, but you do. You do not resolve what is most important in your life. If, if you don't figure that out, see, this is vital. If you don't set a time and a place, make a plan, well, I can tell you what your week will look like. 
you'll make all kinds of excuses, you will get distracted, and at some point you will quit, and you'll let something die, something die that was really important. So as you look at 168, this is your week. What's your plan? What are you devoted to? Who are you devoted to? You've got to figure that out. Simple to understand, more difficult to actually start, start doing. But you start now. Not, not next week, not next month. It starts now. With your relationship with God and your dream. It starts right now. Let's bow in a word of prayer. Our holy God, God, we praise you. God, you've called us to be stewards. And part of being stewards is being a steward with our time. God, help us to pursue you first, above all else. Give us that wisdom, Lord. God, forgive us when we get sidetracked. God, may your Holy Spirit encourage us. May we make a commitment that tomorrow morning it all starts with pursuing you above all else. God, I know you have placed dreams in the hearts and minds of every single person here. And God, I pray that um, I know for some they're just sitting still and not any kind of movement going on. I pray that your spirit would just prompt, push that we'd start pursuing whatever it is that you've placed in us. God, I also ask for forgiveness for chasing too many things. God, help us to realize we can't do it all. But we can be devoted to a few things, the things that matter. God, give us wisdom as we make those choices. Give us strength to live it out in our every day. We give you the glory. We give you the praise with all we say and do. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. God's people said, let's stand. We're going to worship together. There'll be prayer team down front. If you need prayer this morning, uh, they would love to pray with you.